Oh, yes. It's Taco Tuesday. And we're back on Backdoor Cover. Hit it. What's good, fam? It's Micah. It's Brad. Hello, Micah. Hey, Brad. How are you? Taco Tuesday, huh? Taco Tuesday. Yeah, okay. All right. Not, yeah. It's LeBron's okay. not as much fun during the season. What's good? What's yeah. good, man? What's going on? Oh, just another day in paradise. I want to apologize to the audience. Brad and I tried to record this on Sunday. It didn't work out. We tried to record it Monday. It didn't work out. Here we are Tuesday, bringing you the best we can do. Resiliency at its best. And a lot to talk about. A great sports weekend. It was hot. Uh, Brad and I are going to talk about the All-Star game and all the All-Star uh, stuff around the NBA at the moment. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the Daytona 500. I know you watched that. I know you didn't, but that's okay. We'll talk about it anyway. Perfect. Uh, a man almost died. Perhaps there's still no update. We'll, we'll Was it a driver? Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure if someone Scary drank himself to death or what. Uh, I mean, I'm sure somebody died in Daytona. Mm. Chances are, if there's 100,000 rednecks, somebody drank too much bush light, killed themselves. Got bit by um, a crocodile or something. People are still very mad at the Astros, and uh, Drew Brees is coming back. Lots of news. Plus, uh, you know, we should probably check in on college basketball at some point. I've been checking I, We kind of did a little bit last week. I don't think we have time this week, but maybe later this week or next week. I think we'll be able to record again later this week, too, if, if it works for you, Brad. So Absolutely. We're going to be back on our bullshit. You know who else is back on his bullshit? Tell me. Oh, no. With oh, no. Mind of Micah. Okay. Uh, I haven't recorded yet this week, but I'm going to. Probably tonight. So I love how you pre-promote your There's trash. probably something coming Wednesday. Last week we had a great content. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was good. And uh, Your one college basketball update. Missouri, 12-13 and 13 on the season, beat the number 13 Auburn Tigers on yeah, Saturday. Uh, they were, uh, Auburn was ranked 11 in one of the polls. Oh, that's so right. One of the, the biggest wins. Uh, Auburn's only Mizzou's, lost three games, and Mizzou's one of them. Ouch. It's like Mizzou's best win in like seven years. It's crazy. Uh, but... Nobody cares about that except for you and I, and we really don't care very much either. That's your uh, college let's, basketball Let's start update. with the thing that people care about the most. Okay. The National Football League. Oh, we're back on it, huh? Drew Brees is going to make another run at it with the Saints. That's what his official statement said. Drew is coming back for at least one more year. Uh, he is, how old is Drew Brees at this point? He's got to be he 39, 40. 41 in January. Oh, my God. He was scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent, but he's made it clear that he has no interest in playing anywhere but the Saints, but he is coming back to take at least one more crack at it. I think he graduated from Westlake in like 96, like almost a yeah. decade ahead of Yeah, it was 96. Us. Yeah, that's crazy. And he's still in the league. He's still in the league. He's been playing, he's been like playing football as mm-hmm. his number one activity since, you know, 92. He's got a lot of experience. Yeah. Some, some no pretty shit. good flight hours there. God, he's yeah, uh, I mean, he's the presenting crazy. sponsor of our um, the the company that I work with. Our uh, we have like a high school sports awards ceremony in oh. June, and he's uh, a sponsor. Or he's, he's the, the keynote the... speaker. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Austin's own. So I'm gonna give him a high five. Saints have some. Uh, the Saints' questions now become: Who do they keep as their backup? Uh, both unrestricted Teddy Bridgewater and restricted Taysom Hill. And Taysom's been uh, grumbling about getting paid, right? Yeah, he wants to he wants to be a franchise quarterback, which is insane. Mm. But uh, I assume he'll get paid. He'll be easier to retain since he's a restricted free agent. I would assume. But did you know that Hill is actually older than Bridgewater? Hill is twenty nine. Bridgewater is only twenty. He probably graduated from 
uh, BYU, BYU Mormon city, like when he was 26 or something. Isn't that how that rolls? I, I, you know, I don't know. Exactly. I think they go on be. like their like uh, sabbatical or whatever. I don't think that's the right word, but you know what I mean? They do some sort of young man to adult thing before they go to college. Yes. That's a really poor description, but you know what I'm saying? No, there's something to that. He graduated BYU in 2009. Okay. God, that seems like a long time ago. And he probably went on his Mormon mission after that. Mm. Because he hasn't been in the league since 27. His first year in the league was 2017. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I wonder what the hell he was doing all that time. Uh, That's a long time. That's like 12 years. He, wait, this wait. can't be. I'm all. I'm all messed. Also, up here. my he was math born is in terrible. 1990. There. Yeah, no one's listening to us at this point because we are we're crazy. Moral of the story: He wants to get paid. It's hard to soak if you aren't getting paid. That's right. Oh, he came out of high school in 2009. Mm. Now it's starting to come so, together. Yeah. Oh, and he had a medical red shirt. And he came back his final season in 2016. Anyway, it's just weird that uh, he's only been in the league for what. So I guess he was at BYU for five years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, none of this matters. He um, wants to get paid. That's the moral He's story. only been in the league for three years, but now he's a restricted free agent. Drew Brees is back. That's that's yeah. the news. His and leverage is out the window. Is today Fat Tuesday? I know Mardi Gras is going on right now. Is it? Uh, No, next Tuesday is Fat Tuesday. So Mardi Gras is about to get started. It's not listed I don't on really my understand. calendar here. I can't Our friend Mark it. Allen told me that he'll be in Austin after Mardi Gras, but that doesn't mean anything to me. I don't really know when this thing starts or ends or... Like, I just know in New Orleans, they're drinking and partying, but they do that all the time. It lasts till probably around St. Patrick's Day on the 17th of March, probably. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Yeah. Like, I know they have parades there, and it's a very important thing for them, and it's a cultural deal, and it's it's always seemed like a good idea. But I have no idea when it starts and when it ends. Fat Tuesday, I thought, was, I guess, is the end? You're not you're not. Yeah, because right Fat Tuesday is the day anything. before Lent, which is Ash Wednesday. When they and put I, the ash on their forehead? But I, I never knew if Mardi Gras started. I guess... I guess Fat Tuesday is the last day. When do you drink? That's the part that's in New Orleans all year round. So on the street. Okay, I'm I'm in. So I'm that. Not, I, mean, I don't know, uh, but perhaps they've got one more week of binge drinking under the guise of mm. Mardi, where you can just say, "Oh, we're celebrating Mardi Gras." You can write you can write off work a couple more days. Yeah, yeah, because there are parades and stuff. So uh, shouts to Drew. Parades are the greatest. You know, it seems that's the right move. You take one more crack at it. The Saints team is good. They've got Alvin Kamara. They were right there this year. They, their season has ended on the last Michael play Thomas three is the years best in a row. Receiver in the league, yeah. There's their window still seems very open, so uh, it's good to give it one more shot. Let's see other headlines. Anything else exciting? The you want to talk baseball for a minute before we get to the All Star break? Mm, okay, yeah, just for a minute. Everybody's mad at the Astros. This Astros story just keeps getting worse and worse. They keep shitting on themselves, don't they? Keep like shooting they themselves gave in the foot. Really shitty apologies, <laughs> like really bad. They're like, we're sorry, but apologies. we didn't do anything wrong. But we're sorry. Yeah, like they just look like the total shitheads. But then everybody else, now all these other teams are showing up for spring praying and just saying the Astros need a beating. That's I love how people keep talking about how they're going to get thrown at, like all the, the uh, batters are going to get thrown at in their first games as Astros because the opposing teams are pissed. Guess who else is going to get thrown at? The people who throw at the Astros. It's going to just be all-out warfare. Well, it'll be a fun fun season. Yeah, I actually would enjoy watching the violence. Yeah. Um, speaking of violence, how about Ryan Newman? What does that have to do with He's it? a NASCAR driver, and he almost died oh. last night. Daytona 500 started Sunday. They ran 20 laps. Uh, the president came in with a very dramatic flyover. Is Daytona the most dangerous one? It's Isn't the that one the one where... Dale Earnhardt died at 19 years ago today, actually, yeah. So that's crazy. 
because there's not that many deaths in NASCAR, right? They, they haven't had one since. Right. And it's happened twice now at Daytona, or like well, a close call in Newman action. apparently is in uh, non-life critical, non-life threatening, mm-hmm. but they have given us no update since yesterday. NASCAR is so weird about so this So how did the wreck happen? Uh, it was the last lap. He was winning the race. He oh, comes no. into the final turn. Uh, he was up high on the racetrack. Okay. And the guy behind him went low, so he went low to block. And as often happens at Daytona, their bumpers like just didn't connect. Sometimes, you know, the drafting thing, if you put your bumper right on somebody else's bumper, mm-hmm. you both go faster. But they, they just didn't get synced up, and he got turned and went straight into the wall head Ooh. first. And then he got airborne. And then he came back and somebody smashed him like right into the the passenger or the driver's side door, which oh is the most God. dangerous part of the car. So did they cancel the race? It was the last right. Lap. It was he over. Fi- he finished fifth, or actually, I finished. He, apparently, he finished ninth. Well, how did he, he finish on on his rooftop, oh. sliding across the? Finish and they line. considered that a finish. Yeah, they count that. That's crazy. Uh, it was scary and. Are people like it, saying it's the guy who was he was racing against fault? Nobody seems to be casting blame. Okay, and good. Daytona is such like I mean it's two hundred miles an hour and it's the last lap of the race, so nobody's mad. You're going to be aggressive. Uh, let me also say this: I haven't watched NASCAR in any meaningful way in like a decade. You're not an, an analyst. No, I'm not You're the not right Marty? person. But generally, these guys, yeah, I'm definitely not Marty Smith. These guys get mad about things when, um, at Daytona when there's when there's wrecks early in the race. But generally, if it's the last lap, like nobody gets mad about anything because it's racing. Like you knock a guy out of the way, hey, it's the last lap. I'm trying to win the race. Gotcha. People get mad when they because when one car gets in a wreck at Daytona, generally ten cars get in a wreck because they're so close. And the rest of the race is and so people affected. get pissed at people that start wrecks on lap 100 out of 200. Mm-hmm. But uh, at lap, you know, the final lap, anything goes. Uh, this race started Sunday, got delayed because of of weather. And then they ran it last night, and I just sort of turned on the TV. I didn't know what was going on. It was overtime, and uh, this, and I'm watching it with the fiance. I'm like, "This is the last lap." And then we saw that, and she's like, "Did some, we just watch a man die?" My God, they like, must have some incredible technology in those cars. They might have. Apparently, there's something called a Ryan Newman, a Newman bar, what they call it, because huh. he advocated that NASCAR put this in the roof, mm-hmm. so when cars get flipped over, they they support it, and this. His own thing might have saved his life, and apparently he's going to live. But nobody knows. Like they, they were very opaque. With they don't really explain what happened. Uh, there have been no updates today, best I can tell, as far as you know what happened. They said he was in critical condition, but not, not life threatening as of last night. Well, glad to hear he's going to make it. Yeah, Definitely. and it sounds that way. So, uh, but yeah, it, it was scary. It Has was, anyone else ever finished a race on with their car upside oh, down? Oh, that, that stuff happens on occasion. Pretty yeah, right. They okay. wreck on the last last lap fairly often guys do finish on the roof i'm looking through like the videos and every single one of them's like graphic content don't yeah like yeah they show the replay but like it was real real weird like the announcers got real quiet and and you know his teammate won the race denny hamlin who i never really enjoyed much of he's now won two 500s in a row yeah he's been there a long time uh same with newman i I don't recognize like 90 percent of these dudes i turned on the race last night i was like who are these guys um but he are they still claiming to be athletes? He, like, came and, yeah, I don't know. He, Denny Hamlin's sponsored by Jordan Brand, which is always funny. And then I did see something online where they, they showed, right before the interview, his eyes were, like, looking, like, up towards the sky. Mm-hmm. Not towards the sky, but, like, up and left. Okay. And somebody was like, that's where they were holding the cue car with all its sponsors. 
And then they did the interview, and he's like, I just want to thank all of the, you know, he named all the sponsors. He, like, did donuts and stuff and celebrated, and then they kind of realized, like, hey, your teammate might be dead. Boy. Uh, really scary. Uncomfortable. 19 years after uh, Dale Earnhardt. I mean, and it was it was Earnhardt-esque. Like, mm-hmm. he got turned, and he went straight into the wall head-on, and then, and then he got clipped again. Yeah. Uh, very violent. But uh, I guess we wish him well. T's and P's. Yeah, T's and P's. All right, so there's uh, the there's your, NASCAR your NASCAR minute, your NASCAR minute, your motorsport minute, motorsports. Pretty good, I should say. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Any let's more, talk any more groundbreaking stuff. No, I don't. I don't want to do anything. Let's go all star. Let's talk all star. What an all star weekend. So, how do you want to start? Do you want to talk game then dunk? How do you want to go uh, through this? Well, what was your favorite moment of the all star weekend? Let me just start with that. Hmm. My favorite moment. I don't know, man. I I thought the uh, the game itself was incredibly like uh, compelling. I thought it was awesome. The new format. Yes, I, I did think too. That was the best for those of you who who didn't watch it. It was so confusing going into it, and after you watch it, you're like, "This is pretty simple." Yeah, as soon as the game awesome. started, you're like, "Oh, this makes perfect sense." Yeah, it, it's like harder to explain on a podcast, exactly. or like write in an article than it is once it starts. Like oh, to execute, this works, and now I see why this is compelling. Basically, it was it was Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top vote getter in each conference got to pick their own teams. That's why it was Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Team LeBron was way more deep. On paper, Giannis. much better team. Uh, what was interesting to me is at the end of the game, it was LeBron's team was five dudes from the West, mm-hmm. and Giannis was five dudes from the East. Pretty interesting. Which is kind of funny that we've gotten away from an East-West format, and it was 100% that way uh, towards the end. Um, and the game ended on a free throw, right? Made by Anthony Davis? Yes. So uh, let me walk through the rules real quick for those who didn't watch. Uh, Four quarters, as basketball generally is. (laughs) Okay. The winner of the first three quarters. So the first quarter, whoever wins the first quarter wins money for charity. Right. And then the second quarter, the score sort of goes back to 0-0 for that quarter, and whoever wins that quarter wins money for charity. And the same with the third quarter. LeBron's team got murdered in the second quarter. They did. 50 to 30 or something. But there's a running score right. up in the top. So basically, just think of like two separate scoreboards. Right. Each quarter is its own game, and then the each of the scores are added up. It makes perfect sense once it, you see it on the screen. It's kind of like a golf game where you have skins going, and then you got some other side bets going, and there's like a total going. Anyways. It may, but so the end of the quarters, like the end of the third quarter, the teams are like taking fouls and trying to get back in to like score, uh, to tie the score, even though the the Giannis team was up nine points overall. Like they were trying to win the quarter. Right. So it was like basically three individual games. And then the fourth quarter was totally different, but it made perfect sense. It's basically big three scoring Uh huh. where the teams, there's no running clock. It was awesome because there there's was a, there was a final score you're trying to get to. It's not yes. a clock. And there were, they took zero t- uh, commercial breaks. Am I correct? Which was the coolest thing. What they did was they added 24 points to, that's right. Team Giannis, team Giannis had 120 or 119 Something. points going into the fourth quarter. So what they did is they added 24 points to that total. Whatever. The, my math's off. It right. was 157, I think, was the yeah, total, so, right? Yes. So the first team to 157 wins. So they had to score 24 points, and they since they were ahead by nine, I believe, Team LeBron had to score 30. Oh, I thought they started... Uh, at even. I see what you're saying. Okay, no, yeah, so it, it was 24 points from the leading team. So then instead of having a clock, 
they just it was the first team to get to that number. I thought that part was the coolest. It was awesome. And this is what they do in the big three, which is cool because you always have a game winning shot. Yes. Well, and the other thing is fundamental like you, you a game cannot end without a game winning shot. And it kills any sort of like clock milking or any sort of like thing that slows down the game of basketball, the things that people complain about the most, that goes out the window because they're playing to a total not trying to milk a clock, obviously. Yeah, it so was interesting, like, too. The dudes were definitely tired because there were, there were no commercials. This is the first time I've ever seen pros be nervous in a in an all-star game. You could tell these dudes froze up. The fourth up. quarter was awesome. Yes. These dudes were really playing. There was a lot of defense. Uh, Giannis and LeBron were going one-on-one. When, when uh, Giannis blocked uh, LeBron on that like, baseline mm-hmm. jumper, that was incredible. Yeah, these dudes were... It was awesome. It was really good. It was really good. Uh, Kawhi ended up winning the... For the first ever Kobe Bryant All Star MVP trophy, um, because he was he had the best numbers on a winning have, team. Like but he really didn't do too much in the fourth quarter, which was kind of interesting. Um, anyway, it, it was really fun. It was really fun. Huge uh, fan. Talk about some other things I didn't think were very good. Okay, uh, before we get to the all, uh, get to Saturday night, uh, I was there underwhelmed by the Kobe tributes all weekend long. Uh, how so? They like, just, were they just like, overdone? I figure the NBA normally does really well with this stuff, and they mm-hmm. just they didn't do anything that was like powerful or compelling. They opened Sunday with with Magic Johnson speaking. I saw that, and, and then there was like a forty minute song that yeah this Jennifer sung. Hudson sang, and it was just a woman singing a song with pictures of Kobe. But it wasn't like I just didn't feel like it was a big. I think the difficulty there is that it was it was adopted by such a main. It's by so many people, the whole the tributaries or the tributes to Kobe yeah. that like it was difficult this far afterwards with how much press it had gotten to be I don't know, touching. What was the word you were trying to go for? Like just meaningful. Meaningful, special, I guess. I, I just figured the NBA normally does really well at these kind of tribute things. Mm-hmm. Uh there was a David Stern package, which was really good in the pregames, mm-hmm. but really underwhelming. I don't know. I I just kinda wanted more. The only part I didn't like about the Kobe stuff was that everybody wore either eight or twenty-four. Well, it was twenty-four or two. Oh, two. Two is his Team daughter's LeBron number. LeBron wore two. Team Giannis wore twenty-four, and that was because Kobe's daughter was yeah, wearing two, right? Number two. And so the only reason why I didn't like that is because I had a hard time keeping up with which player was who. I was watching on an iPad, so they're small, and uh, that got a little bit annoying. Annoying is not the right word. It's just difficult to kind of keep up with the pace of the game because they were playing hard. And uh, like on fast breaks and stuff, like I was like, yeah. was that Pascal Siakam or was that? It was just it was difficult to a little confusing. Yeah. Anyways, other than um, that, I was I was fine with it. Shaka Khan sang the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to love it, didn't love it. Yeah, just say that. Yeah. Are you a fan? Oh yeah, I mean Shaka Khan's a legend. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Okay. I just uh, you know it didn't blow me away. It was it was better than uh, Fergie a couple years ago in L.A., which was the funniest thing ever. You didn't she botch about? it? Oh yeah, she botched the shit out. And didn't she have like terrible makeup and all sorts of terrible? Oh, the whole things thing was on? a nightmare, and everybody was like, like just laughing on the court. Hey, ever Chris since Man Eater, stop laughing. She, she's uh, untouchable in my book. Man Eater. Yeah, she did a, a Man Eater remake. Good song. The Hall and Oates song. Yeah, but I think it's well. I don't know if that's the remake of it. I'll send it to you after this. Don't you worry. Are you sure you're talking about Fergie and not Nelly Furtado? Ooh, I might be talking about Nelly Furtado. This is what we talked about for the, before the Super Bowl, right? Might have been a Nelly Furtado song. Might have been Fergie. The one about no Nelly Furtado pops up when you type type in. Uh oh, I blew. Yeah, it. you're wrong about this, bud. 
Well, now she's touchable again. Yeah, Fergie's trash. But uh, Shaka Khan, she really went for it, and uh, <laughs> it was okay. Why the hell did... Halftime show was uh, was pretty good. Chance the Rapper was there. Okay, all right. And he was rapping. He was doing his stuff. He was involved in the dunk contest as well, was he? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's from Chicago. Okay. It's weird okay. to have um, Kanye sitting there courtside and then not rapping. Why do you think that is? Because he's Kanye's on his own thing now. Mm. He's... Grifting. No, I wasn't asking why he didn't rap. I was asking why you think that's weird. Oh, it's just weird to have... Like, they were in Somebody Chicago. They were in his hometown. Power. Yeah. And he wasn't participating. You think he still raps? He does all that Sunday service bullshit. It's some... Um, you know, he's hanging out with Joel Osteen or something. But he's still sitting there courtside with his porn star wife. I, yeah, I thought I, he was I got just selling makeup man. for the Kardashians. I, I got that nothing. Job. I, uh, Kanye's dead to me at this point. That's probably not true, but... <laughs> I, I have no time for Kanye. 2020 Kanye. Sorry. Okay. That's fair. Uh, let's talk about Saturday night. The dunk contest. Before we talk about the dunk contest, I'll tell you about the worst thing I saw all weekend. Okay, tell me. Which was Dame Dalla performing. Uh, Damian Lillard, who uh-huh. pulled out of the All-Star game because he was hurt, got a chance to rap. Okay. Like a rap performance in between the dunk contest. And it wasn't good, huh? But Before the dunk contest, after the shootout. And it just, it wasn't good. Hmm. It wasn't good. His flow was pretty good. But, like, the song they picked was just terrible and, like, didn't, it, it just wasn't stadium, it wasn't arena status. It wasn't arena friendly. Yes. It's hard to rap live, which I believe. Well, the rapping was fine, but, like, the songs they picked was, like, real slow when it started, and he was, like, sort of dancing. He's not a dancer. You said it was Chance the Rapper at the halftime or whatever. Yes. Was, right? He was really good, and it was obviously live. Yes. He was good, and when his... Thing, they came back from commercial and mm-hmm. it was like boom like shots of light and fast movement and he came out rapping like instantly yeah the dame dollar thing they like he was like real dark and then there was like 30 seconds of instrumental mm-hmm. it wasn't like high tempo or anything and then he kind of rapped a song that had no hook it just wasn't so he's not a professional rapper you're telling me it just what he's not ready he's a pro basketball player he's not supposed to be that good I, I know Dame Dollar would be fine at a club. I guess it's the production team's fault, though. It, it, what you're yeah, for a la- you no, know, that was kind of my takeaway. It's like mm. somebody needed to pull him aside and be like, "Dude, you're not. This is not Ray for primetime. Mm. You got to do a song that's higher tempo. You got to do something that's going to get the crowd." He should have did one where he destroyed an, another NBA player. He well, that's where his strength there. seems to lie as yeah. a rapper uh, on shit. diss tracks, mm-hmm. just mostly towards Shaq. Uh, the, speaking of Shaq, hilarious to see him sitting there courtside during the dunk contest mm-hmm. and not interacting with Dwight Howard at all, even though they were standing like two feet apart. He's ignoring I him. just fucking love it. I love their their hatred for each I, other. I totally expected Dwight to be a cheese dick, and Dwight was a cheese dick. Nobody in the history of the NBA is a bigger cheese dick than Dwight. That's it? Every, every chance, every year we hear about how Dwight, and this year, remember the beginning of the year, it was like, oh, Dwight's not, Dwight's not a... Uh, shooting stupid baby hooks. Dwight's not demanding post-ups. Dwight's just rebounding and playing defense. As soon as he gets a chance to be on a stage and show what a fucking corny <laughs> cheese dick he is, he does it. He delivers every time. You can count he, on Eaton pulled off, you know, and we'll get straight to the dunk contest, okay. I guess. He uh, he came out in a Superman cape, which we kind of expected, mm-hmm. and it had number 24 on it. So, like, mm-hmm. you couldn't really boo him because he was repping Kobe. Right. It's just so fucking lame. It was, it was all about him. It, like it, it was such a cheese dick move. I don't know the better way to put it. Like when I, you put on a, a Superman uh-huh. cape, hang on. Okay, go ahead. You're saying, look at me. I am Superman. Right. 
But then you then you have 24 on your chest like, oh, no, this is really a tribute to Kobe. Mm-hmm. But now here I'm going to dunk. But you're not like doing a, a Kobe dunk or wearing Kobe's jersey. It was just such a cheese dick fucking It was a move. double tribute to his original dunk that won him the dunk contest right. and to Kobe. But the problem is I thought that the one he did more recently when he actually touched the rim when he dunked it was better than the original. Where he threw it down? He threw it from like... He was still like a foot away from the basket when it went in. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like a throwdown. Right. No, I think that, but that's what kind of made it interesting. Yeah. We'd because never seen it was that super, before. Yeah. Cause like that's what I was watching uh, with Coach Whitey. And uh, did he love it? He didn't love it as much as I thought he would. But like, we were like, that, like the fact that he actually got to the rim was kind of more impressive. Mm hmm. But it's not that like amazing visual of him throwing the ball through. I bet it's pretty impressive to see that in person, though. Like, because he's a seven foot tall dude that he's like, fucking thirty four or whatever. It's amazing. And he is just jumps out of the gym. His body is so flexible, like the way that he cocks it back and his legs are all splayed out. Like, I bet that's really uh, something to see in person. Yeah, I mean, the dunk contest looks pretty dope. Same with Josh Richardson. That guy got hops. Josh Richardson is it? I, is it the wrong Richardson? Yeah, it's one of those Richardsons. The one who won. You looking it up? Yeah, you uh, don't know either, huh? Yeah, no. I mean, I watched the whole thing. I know, but and I, I threw you off by. I never. It. it was one of those who he played for guys. I guess he's been at Derek Jones Jr. Oh, that's who it was. It's the guy who won. Yeah. Oh God, we really botched this. Uh, let me also say this though. We'll talk about the the judge in a second. The rest of All Star uh, Saturday night. I I never want to watch the skills challenge. I don't watch it, so I don't know what happened. I I. Couldn't tell you. I, I don't give a shit. Did you watch any of the skills challenge? Just, a just so bit. lame. I, I don't. I could not care less about that. Uh, I did see the final couple rounds of the uh, three point contest, which turned out. I think amazing. that's awesome. Yeah, the guy won the the three point contest on the final shot. The all star game ended in a uh, ended like on a one possession game. The three point contest happened on the final shot, and the dunk contest went to like three overtimes. Yeah. Like as far as competition goes, it was really an amazing uh, weekend of, of events. I will say it's kind of interesting to see big men compete in the skills uh, contest. Like they had Bam out of Iowa won it. And like, I think that's kind of compelling seeing big men with that kind of dexterity and, and ability. And they talk a lot about how Bam's the future. Like he's going to be big time for Miami for a long time. So yeah, that was kind of cool. All right. So let's talk about the actual dunk contest before we get to the conspiracy theories around the uh, scoring, which I've got a lot of takes on. Uh, you got to say, Aaron Aaron Gordon is an amazing dunker. Yes. He's just like... That's what he does. Like, that's his thing. That's his thing. Yeah, and he, he does, does it, it well. Very well. Okay, so the dunk where the guy throws it off the backboard, off the side of the backboard, and uh, Gordon catches it with his right hand and does, and does a, a 360. 360 and windmills it... That was one of the most beautiful dunks I've ever seen. Outrageous! The amount of body control and the timing and the like, how smoothly he did that, how effort effortlessly it looked, no made doubt. it that much better. Like that was amongst the best dunks I've ever seen. Yes. Like that was Vince Carterish. Yes, it really that? was. It w- it was amazing to it, see that dude. So, how did he lose? Well, Aaron Gordon had. Let's see. I think he had six dunks in the contest. Okay. Or he had seven dunks. His first six dunks were all 50s. Okay. He had two 50s in the first round. He went to the final round. He had two 50s. And then mm-hmm. they had a bonus dunk, and he had a 50. Then they had a second bonus dunk, and he had another 50. And then on the third bonus dunk, he dunked over Taco Fall, 
who's a seven foot five guy without shoes on, dressed like Beetlejuice. Yeah, who apparently had no idea this was coming. Taco Fall was like, I, "This was not the plan." They just everybody started pointing to him and said, "Dunk, dunk over him!" <laughs> so they grabbed him, and he he did dunk over Taco Fall, though he did hit him, like with his junk. Okay, so here's here. And I've got a couple takes here. Oh, go ahead, please finish okay, the description. Well, he ended up getting a forty-seven on this dunk. Uh, the previous dunker, Derek Jones Jr., had scored a forty-eight on his dunk before, which uh, it, it seemed very apparent that the judges were trying to rig this for a tie. That was the that was the plan. Okay, and and there's all this investigation. If you go on SB Nation's got an article about it, a lot of places too. If you look at Dwayne Wade, clearly sabotaged this to give the Miami Heat player a win. Oh. Like that that's where all the conspiracy theories are. He did some interviews. Candace Parker threw him under the bus and said, like, I ain't throwing anyone under the bus, but I respect check the, the scorecard. Candace Parker. She's awesome. Like they were go they were trying to make this a tie, but Dwayne Wade clearly was doing this. Mm. He's got sway. So the participants, Pat Connington. Yes. Did I say that dude. right? He's yeah. the white guy that did the white man can't jump. We had Aaron Gordon, we had Dwight Howard, and we had Derek Jones Jr. Sorry, uh, apologies about the Josh Richardson blast. Derek. It's all good, yeah. Uh, anyhow, but he did play for Miami. They kind of look alike. Long story short, uh, Derek Jones Jr. is your winner. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. I'm not Peter the Irish guy. Sorry. Easy. Yeah. Uh, so the thing I took away from this, and I this is actually brought up to me by my pops. He said, so whenever the guys they were jumping over were holding the basketballs, they're putting it in the base of their neck, like in a uh, reinforced place. And my dad's theory is that they were using that as a, a way to push off as they were going over and get higher than dunk. I, I like that. I was a little underwhelmed by the creativity in this dunk contest. It was a lot of jumping over A people. lot of jumping over dudes. The best one was the one with the 360 window. I still don't know who the bald white guy in the like uh, the tie-dye hoodie was who was sitting on the baseline going crazy, and he like got jumped over twice. And nobody mentioned, nobody identified him. Nobody <laughs> said who he was. Like It was making me fucking crazy. If anybody knows, you know, get at me on Twitter or Instagram at Michael Weiner, M I C A H W I E N E R. Yeah, let me also say this: I'm I'm out on celebrity judges. Common, the dude from Black Panther. Why? Just because they're just throwing Chadwick out Boseman, Scotty Pippen, Dwayne Wade, and uh, what's her name, Candace Parker. We're we're judges. Okay. I don't need that. Uh, I'll tell you my biggest disappointment of the whole weekend. Okay. This is the first All-Star game, uh, All-Star weekend in Chicago since 88, home of the greatest dunk contest of all time where Jordan uh, beat Dominique and Dominique got robbed because it was in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Where was Michael Jordan all weekend? Nowhere to be found. Like, we got a Kobe tribute. How about Michael come out and give it? I I don't need, like, we all like Magic. Magic's an amazing player. He's done a lot of great things. He's he's an amazing story. He's not the guy. Magic's not a great talker. He had a talk show for, like, six weeks once. Uh, I think he's a pretty good talker. He's not, but... I mean, the goat. It's the home of the goat. Like, where's Michael? Where's Mike? I figured we'd see Michael. I thought we'd see... He's probably in the Bahamas playing golf. I thought we'd see Michael and Dominique, like, judging the dunk contest. Why? Dominique was there, and he wasn't judging. That would have been awesome. What are we doing? I, like, do, do we think that more people watch because Chad Mc, Chadwick Boseman was there? Like, get the fuck out of here. Give me Dominique. Give me Dr. J, who's standing there. Mm-hmm. Just just make it Dominique and, and Dr. J and, and... The legends. And Jordan. What else do you need? That's it. So I was, and Dwayne Wade, who's like the other, the least, the the other biggest disappointment of the weekend is Reggie Miller. 
Tell you me said you it. watched a lot of this without volume on, which Correct. is good for you because Reggie is fucking terrible. Was he awful? I've, I have lost it with Reggie. Okay. What did he do that you He kept did saying, not like? shut it down. Shut it down. It's a tie. It's a tie. No more dunks. What the fuck, Reggie? We're here to watch a dunk contest. Let these dudes... You want to see a winner. ...keep slamming dope, amazing dunks back and forth. He kept saying, like, him and Dwayne were like, no, no, it's over. It's a tie. It's a tie. They and I was like, no. Let the, the rules are that it's not a tie. And two, like, why would you? we want to see less dunks in the dunk contest? I just don't understand. You know what surprised me is how Pissed young Aaron Gordon is. He was also terrible in the, in the, the, in the game broadcast, too. Yeah. Eh, it's Reggie. Whatever. Who, who's so young? Uh, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Only 24 years old, born in 1995. He's been in the league for a while. Uh, yeah. 2014 draft. So what is that, five or six years? Like, 24 is yeah, young. Six years. Yeah, and, he one year out of high school, I guess. I mean, he's going to be in his physical, physical uh, whatever, conditioning till he's, what, like 31, 32? Like, he's got a lot of career left. Yeah. For somebody who's been so prevalent. Well, just in the dunk contest. Yes, he's only known for dunking, but... Miami might be, or I mean, Orlando may be coming around. Who knows? Anyway, I, I was very disappointed. And Reggie, I was very disappointed in, in the lack of Mike. Uh, I was very disappointed in the judges. The other problem I have with the NBA dunk contest, why do we, the judges only have cards that say 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. They, they do this every year. Uh, inevitably, they end up rigging the thing. Just <laughs> let's score the thing. No, the judges all talk to each other, and they say, like, let's keep this score so we can go to overtime. It seems to happen, like, every year now. Okay. They manipulate it. They manipulate it. I'm not saying they rig it for one person over another, but right. they manipulate it so that it goes on. These things always go to overtime every every year. Just have a scorecard. Give them, let them, allow them to give a 9.9. You should have to pick your favorite at the end. It should be Well, that's what they, that. apparently, they're, they were going to have to be. If they tied after this third dunk. Ah, I see then the five judges were going to have to pick their winner and there was going to be no tie. So, but, but Dwayne Wade by giving it a nine kind of just, he, he took a coward's way out. He didn't have to vote. He just sort of decided. I see. And, and everybody looked at Dwayne as soon as it happened because they knew that he was, he went rogue. But he, my point is like, let him give a dunk a 9.2, give a dunk a 9.5. Mm. Let each of these judges formulate an actual score. Gotcha. And so it's more meaningful that way. That's interesting. And and I would also make a rule that if you don't if you miss your first dunk, you can't get a 10. The highest you can get is oh, 9.9. That absolutely should be. But at then the same time, on the, if the you guy. miss a dunk and then you hit it and you can only give them a 9 or a 10, like I can I would give someone a 10 if it was an awesome dunk. Mm. But if you just miss that first dunk, you can only get a 9.9. It changes the equation a little bit. Everything's different. And I know people could manipulate it, but I think that it would be different. Instead of giving somebody an H, you could give them an H. Anyway, that those are my Micah fixes the All-Star game. All-Star Weekend uh, takes. I like it. And and But let me also say this before I finish. Everybody's saying Gordon got robbed, Gordon got robbed. Gordon's first six dunks were incredible. Mm -hmm. His seventh dunk, he didn't deliver over Taco Fall. And Derek Jones is the one who should have gotten screwed because his final dunk was amazing. Mm -hmm. He uh, he stepped from like, he tried to leave from the free throw line, but he mm -hmm. stepped like one foot in front. Yeah. And then cocked it back, and the photos were amazing. Yes. Like, that dunk was a 10 all the way around, and he only got a 48. There were two judges that gave him a 9 on that. He should have gotten a 50 on that, and then Gordon, if Gordon gets a 49 and loses, nobody says he got robbed. I got to see one of these it in just, person, man. I would yeah. have loved to have seen this one, especially, like, with how much, how, like, physically superior these dudes are. Gordon, Dwight Howard, we already talked about how 
freaking amazing it would probably be to see someone yeah. seven feet tall doing all that. Uh, yeah. So I, I was entertained. I'll it, say it that. was very entertaining. I will definitely. I mean, it was it was it was good. It was real good. Saturday was great, and uh, Sunday was good. It was great too. So great All Star Weekend. I love All Star Weekend, and I like it when All Star and uh, when All Star and uh, Daytona are on the same day. I don't know why. Just the redneck. The the cultures are could not be any more different. Yeah, contrasting. Yeah. Okay. Because they are basically like the Super Bowl of each one. It's kind of like a Super Bowl party for the NBA. It's like a celebration of the league. Like the NBA All-Star Game is actually taken pretty seriously in NBA communities. And then obviously Daytona 500 is the biggest race of the year for the, yeah, the NASCAR down well. people. Let's just take one minute and we'll get out of here just for okay. those of you who haven't been paying attention to basketball. We're now, I know we're at the All-Star Game, but we're more than halfway through. We're about 55 games in. Most teams, 54, 55 games into the season. Uh, of course, it's an A2 game schedule, so you're looking at 25 games or so left. Gotcha. How's that for math? Pretty good. Uh, in the East right now, you've got Milwaukee at 46 and eight. Uh, they're going to be the number one seed because this number two seed, the Raptors, are 40 and 15. Six behind. So seven, yeah, seven games in the loss column. Um, Raptors, Celtics, Heat are your top four. Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat, followed by right now the disappointing 76ers, uh, the Pacers. The Nets and the Magic are currently in the eight spot, even though they're seven games below five hundred at twenty four and thirty one. Yeesh. Uh, New New Jersey or New York, I guess Brooklyn, is also three games under five hundred in the seventh spot. Uh, Pacers have been a great surprise this season. Oladipo's been hurt for most of the year, and they're still sitting there at thirty two and twenty three, very solidly in the playoffs. Uh, how the hell are Washington? How the hell is Washington even close? Only two games make- out. That is insane. The, to me. the East, the bottom of the East, is bad. Oof, it's bad. Uh, John Beeline apparently is going to get fired. Like they're going to part they're, ways. They're with fourteen him. and forty right now. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, so. they're the worst team in in basketball or in the East anyway. Let's see if there's anybody. Well, the Warriors are actually the worst team in basketball. Twelve and forty three in the West. Those guys, they're tankapaloozing towards an NBA championship next year. I think. So the Bucks seem to be a, a clear favorite. The Sixers are probably the most disappointing team. Uh, this season in the East, uh, sitting there at, at only in the fifth seed. Although there are only a couple games behind, three games behind the Celtics, four games behind the Raptors. They could end up get hot and, and be in the the top four. Okay, certainly in the West, you've got the Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Jazz are your top four teams, followed by Rockets, Thunder, Mavericks, Grizzlies. Thunder's the biggest surprise to me there. Oh, I would say the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, Grizzlies are, are only two games over five hundred, but that, but having Oklahoma City in the the sixth slot of the West after they've gotten rid of Russ, their team was basically in full rebuild mode. Like they've got five thousand draft picks coming up in the first round in the next two years. You would have expected them to not be that competitive, and they're pretty fucking good. Yeah, Grizzlies have been a the most positive surprise for a young team sitting there five games in the loss column ahead of, of the Blazers and Spurs. Ja is so like incredible. pretty solidly in the playoffs at this point. We'll I, see what happens I think there. Dallas and Memphis might be two of the most interesting teams in the league as, with all that youth. Yeah, and, Dallas has been banged up. If they can get themselves together, they're they're dangerous. Uh, the the Trailblazers, who were in the Western Conference Finals, are, are currently sitting outside the playoff. They're probably the biggest disappointment there. Yeah, it's a bit uh, of a shock. Clippers are seen at the third seed, but only a spot out of number two. And they haven't played like their and starters. They, they haven't, haven't played, played everybody together. together. Right? So, yeah. There's and been then injuries at the bottom of the West, uh, Kings, Timberwolves, Warriors, 
uh, pretty predictable, I'd say. God, Minnesota, what a disaster. Absolutely. You know, Carl Anthony Towns hasn't played like on a winning team since like November. They've they've lost uh, a million games in a row with him playing in it. It's crazy. They lost 12 in a row at one point here recently. Yeah, with him playing. And then he got hurt and they won. Or on something. the opposite side, the Raptors won 15 in a row. It's just, they should not be going the opposite direction with as much talent as they have on that squad. Well, we got a lot of talent on our squad. Ho! And we're going to get out of here. So let's, there's your, your NBA it. recap. Brad and I will be talking a lot more uh, hoops moving forward uh, down the stretch. If you've got any takes on the All-Star game, on the dunk contest, I don't know if we have any. Any uh, uh, voicemails? Voicemails, but we'd like to have some more from you. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. Brad and I are going to get in the... Uh, the swing of basketball. In the swing things. of basketball. And, and, and if there's something y'all want us to cover, man, let us know. Start getting a few more pods off. I know we've been a little sporadic of late, but we're going to work on that. I'm going to try and do more mind of Micah as well. We do have one hotline call. Should we play hotline call roulette? Let's see if I have this plugged in. I wonder if, I don't it's, have a, it if it's a wrong call. I have the wire right here. Uh, it doesn't work with this computer for uh-huh. some reason. What a shame. And I don't have TFM on this computer either. Bluetooth roadcaster. Oh. Look at you. Tech savvy guy just doing it live on the air. Uh, Fuck it. We'll do, do it. it live. Yeah, we're, we're going live. All right, here we go. Let's see if this works. We're about to find out. What's up, Backdoor Cover? It's Ooh. Will from Michigan. It's Whoa. been a minute. Holy shit. The best story in college baseball. University of Michigan goes down to Vanderbilt and Get gets the first win of the season. Getting revenge for losing the College World Series last year. God damn. I guess we're a baseball school now. Whatever. That's all I got. Cool. Bye. Well, thanks, Will from Michigan. We're it about is- to be a peak Will from Michigan season with the Wolverines and basketball and all that. I guess. I guess. March Whatever. Madness was when he really became came into his own last year. Well, March Madness is right around the corner. That's so. what I meant. Brad and I will be coming into our own as well. Hopefully Garza didn't come there and kill you for talking about them beating Vandy. Uh, nobody wants that. Nobody wants we that. We need to get the Titan High guys back to talk more Astros uh, stuff because this, this story is not going to end anytime soon. Everybody's mad at the Astros. They're mad at the players. They're mad at the coaches. They're mad at the owner. They're mad at the commissioner. Peter's been taking a lot of cheap shots at him. Garza's yeah. been defending him. It's going to be some good our radio. Group, if, yeah, if the rest of the world is like our group chat, things are, things are lit. All right, that's it. Uh, we'll be back sometime. Sometime soon. Sometime this week. Hey, thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344. That's it. That's all. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>